Hello, and welcome to episode three of Stop Talking Already, featuring me, uh, Justin, and my original intended co-host, uh, Alyssa Johnson-Wells, so it's a pretty good episode, it's a decent start, kind of shows you what I'm trying to do here, just kind of talk up and endly about a lot of subjects and themes and riff off of that stuff, but it's not necessarily improv when I do it. Anyway, uh, without further ado, here it is, enjoy. Hello, okay, we're talking, um... I'm going to go look up my file here. Anyway, hi, Lisa. Why are you not here for my show the other week? Oh, <laughs> all right. We're, we're starting. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how it goes. I, I was not here last week. Um, I texted you. We were supposed to record our first episode. I texted you telling you that uh, my stomach hurt. Did it actually hurt? Or was it, it really excuse? did. No. Poor excuse. This is... No, no, no. <laughs> this is officially... My first week into my cheeseless fortnight. Ooh, cheeseless. Not eating cheese. I don't even want to say my diet. (laughs) Why? Because the reason that I couldn't come last week was because for the previous two days, I had eaten so much cheese. Oh. So much cheese. That upsets your stomach, but you can't help yourself. Well, but but I, I mean... Cheese. Uh, cheese in it. Cheese is my boyfriend. Okay. Like my my non-human boyfriend. It's like. But I but you know, I don't always see it. I like to have it when I can. But like, I went. I went. I went. What did the kids say? I want ham. You on went some ham. Cheese. Okay, I it's the opposite of cold turkey. Um, sure. <laughs> I, okay, so... What kind of cheese? You just buy No, 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 I will tell you, to put this into context, within two days, I ate one single 24-unit package of Kraft American cheese. Oh, the singles? And then, yep, because I just wanted grilled cheese, and that's all I ate, and then another... Um, eight ounce block of cheese. But you're that a good cook, though. It was in two though. days. I know. And you still just eat cheese? Yes. So people who can't cook do. Yeah. That's what I would do if I could eat cheese. And that's cheese. what I did. And it was so <laughs> gross. Like. Do you hate yourself while you're doing it? or? No, I loved <laughs> myself while I was doing it. I was so happy, but it was like. Stick it to the man. And like, lo, there was a reckoning. Okay. Like, yeah, of course it, there was. So that's you're hoping for the one. reckoning was what was happening on on that day last week when mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, I can't do this because I need to wreck my toilet." Yeah. Oh, yeah. All okay. Night. The all night. Pretty much. So it's like a whole night thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only good. time I'll ever call in sick for work is when you get bad. Uh, so just across. like I don't want to get too gross because it's the beginning and we're gonna lose a lot of people. But oh. No, maybe not. Maybe people like... Well, I can it. swear, right? Yeah, you can swear as much okay. as you want. I was talking politics on the last one, and I really didn't want to, but it kind of went there. And you can say whatever you want, because it's a podcast, but... It's the internet? Right. <laughs> I just feel like some people... See, this is going to sound like I'm commenting on my friends who are on the show, but not really. It's just my problem with politics is you, some people are going to be a lot more opinionated than others and have like a lot of emotional sort of reactions. When, like, I can just discuss the things that are actually happening, like, the news story. Even the news stories also have that sort of slant to them, right? 
however the media wants to present a candidate sure. to you or make you think about a story. So if you're getting your news from Huffington Post, it's the same exact thing they're covering as, you know, any Fox related. I get thing. my news from Clickhole. Clickhole? And, and Cosmo, Cosmo blogs. Cosmo? Cosmo Files? Cosmo, yep. I still read that when I'm at the, uh, <laughs> I was getting my hair cut and I was uh, reading all these U- Us Weeklies and all those things. Those are, those are fun. But the, it's get it's gotten to the point where it's such a media circuit that they'll talk about um, the political candidates just like they're like you know Freddie Prince Jr. or something like it's just yeah. it's, it's there's no divide between that there's no difference really it's just a celebrity is it like or if you're in the public eye you're in the public eye like uh, which is why we need like another in America yeah unfortunately we need, we need like another JFK or some or something a guy who's just really good looking and that's the only reason he wins. You know what I read something? I read something that um, <laughs> Larry King, uh-huh. in like nineteen sixty or nineteen fifty eight or something like that. Larry King, uh, a young Larry King, if that's a possibility. Uh, like a young Betty White. <laughs> exactly. She's playing an old person. Since a young like Estelle Getty. Seventies. <laughs> Actually, young Estelle Getty was very hot. Um, Betty White was hot. Yeah. In uh, Mary Tyler no, Moore. She still is. She, well, yeah, I guess, for being that old, I guess Jane Fonda is probably hotter, but. Um, no, apparently in, like, 1958 or something, Larry King crashed his car into JFK's, and he was like, it's okay, as long as you vote for me in the presidential election, yeah. And there's no way to tell whether or not he actually did, though. Joke's on you. I don't know. He's got uh, I read that off of Mental Floss, which is. More trustworthy than it's more reputable than BuzzFeed, I would say. Probably, yeah. BuzzFeed's just trying to get clicks, right? Yeah, clickbait. Which is why clickhole is called clickhole. It's exactly. about clicks. <laughs> it's such a clever name. And right? holes. And holes. <laughs> right, you got to put the word hole in there. It's much funnier. I was listening to the show about um, uh, Love and Radio. Have you ever listened to that podcast? No, I they did not. an episode. On, radio Lab did an episode where they played a. Love and Radio episode, which it's just like interviews with a lot of really weird people that have strange stories, which is any podcast really, so I'm not really doing it justice, but there's like a guy who found Howard Hughes, like, uh, unconscious in the forest, and like, drove him into town and took him to like a casino, and he didn't realize it was Howard Hughes Clipped his toenails. Clipped his toenails. <laughs> he thought Empty, he was dead. Emptied his pee buckets. His pee buckets. <laughs> so it's like 30 degrees outside or something, 20 degrees, something like that in the forest, and he thinks like, oh, this guy's dead, I'm gonna call <clears> the police. But then, like, 30, 40 years later, when Howard Hughes died, he put him... He had never talked to him again after he dropped him off at one of his casinos or something that he owns. And Howard Hughes put him in his will as one of the beneficiaries, so he was entitled to, like, $100 million, something maybe more than that. And huh. it was contested by, like, his family and his friends and all the, everybody else who knew him. because Wait, it, He was in there, like, by name? Yeah, and they thought that he had forged the, uh, the will. And then he, he didn't end up getting any money out well, of it. Well, because Howard Hughes didn't do anything that was crazy. Right, never. So. I never watched The Aviator. I don't really know as much about Howard Hughes as other people, other than, like, his will was just Ask great. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio just wants to play every, like, fringe, uh, rich, crazy person. Did you see The Revenant? No, no there's a dollop story on The Revenant. Hugh Glass. Oh, I gotta, Okay. I read, after I saw that movie, I read up all about that guy, but I need to listen to that dollop. Yeah, oh there's, a, there's so many, oh, let's talk about podcasts a little bit. Yeah, the, a lot of these dollop stories just need to be movies. There's so many that it's like, ah, they gotta make a movie out of that. 
there's a one about this chameleon, this French guy, that uh, basically just his entire life he just pretended to be other people. And he came to... I'm just going to ruin the story for you. I think he was called the chameleon. <laughs> That's fine. I'll still listen to it because I want to I wanna hear... Uh, I want to hear Gary's reaction. Gary. <laughs> Hi, Gary. Um, yeah, so he came here and pretended to be... He came to America and pretended to be the long-lost, like, son of some family. Mm-hmm. Even though he looked completely different than, like, the kid who was lost. And spoke French. And he spoke French. He had, like, a really thick accent, I guess. Yeah, and he lived in, like, right. a trailer park, like, in, uh... <coughs> I want to say Florida like, or something. I was going to say Louisiana. That would have been a good guess, but... Yeah. Um... Anyway, what it, what it comes down to is, like, there's an older brother who's, like, a shady character. Shady character who just got out of prison who murdered the kid that originally was, uh, that he was pretending to be. So he knew that he wasn't the kid, and uh-huh. the brother knew that he couldn't be because he was dead. So they have, like, a Mexican kind of standoff. Oh, where that is fucked up. It's pretty cool. And, like, <laughs> it, gets to the, it gets to the point where, like, the FBI... Like, he confesses to all of it to the FBI because he's worried for, like, his own life, basically. Sure. Because okay. this guy's just going to kill him because he doesn't exist. Double jeopardy. Yes, the judge. Like, they, they, you said it for him. He was a Mexican standoff. Like, I killed my brother. You're not my brother. I know. Yep. What are you going to do about it? Great. And that would be an amazing movie. And you reveal all these... Like, it's well, Double Jeopardy, that was already accomplished by um, Ashley Judd yeah, and Ashley Judd Morgan... That's not Morgan Freeman. That, no. You're thinking of Kiss the Girls, which yeah. is also with her. I love Ashley Judd. She's a congresswoman or something. All I'm pretty sure are... that's not correct. Oh, hold on. I got the internet right here. We can Google it. No, she's like running for a political office somewhere. That's why she hasn't been acting lately. I believe she is a cons- running for conservative Congress as a conservative. It says political activist. Um, she, I believe, went a little cuckoo bananas. Oh, kind of like uh, everybody. Um, kind of like Victoria Williams or uh, Victoria Jackson. Victor- or Janine Garofalo went a little ape. Mm, you still? She's in- always been a little cuckoo bananas. Well, actually, Judd is still... I, I don't care which which side of the spectrum... Like, I don't like anybody that's way too far on either side of the spectrum. I mean, yeah. So I think Ashley Judd is way to the right. Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo. Janine. Janine Garofalo. Janine Garofalo. Is uh, way to the left, and I don't really like either. Yeah, and Janine Garofalo is Canadian, so it doesn't even really make that much sense. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Originally. No. I mean, I love her in... She's domesticated. You like her in The <laughs> Truth About Cats and Dogs? No, I love her in... Uh... Fuck. The reunion. The high school reunion movie. Oh, Romy and Michelle? Yes! <gasps> Is I that her? That That's her and Lisa so Kudrow. much. It's Lisa Kudrow and somebody else, too. And right? Mira Sorvino. Oh, Mira Sorvino. That's a name I always forget, because it kind of sounds like a lot of people. Um, who's the one that I get her mixed up with? Mina Suvari or something? Is that that's that person? also a person? That's a person. She was in American Beauty. Oh yeah, she was. I remember her. She's gorgeous. So was that she judge? She was in the she was in the rose petals. I'll, I'll, in in Kevin Spacey's Thora Birch. <laughs> ah yes. Oh, I love Thora Birch. I was just, apparently she's on some USA USA show now, and uh, I was looking at pictures of her. She's just she's just not cute anymore. It's kind of like um. Well, is she? Cause she's got like she's, she's in Ghost the one World. with like exactly Ghost yeah. World. Okay, I was thinking about that. 
she's got the really big feet, uh, big cheeks and like super large forehead. So like Widow's Peak. she would she would be in a medieval painting, she would be like an angel. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's like the aesthetic that they loved in medieval times. Right. When they high foreheads and we're being like a little bit features, bigger. Yeah. And, yeah. And being um, nourished. Being, being nourished, being white and nourished. Being indeed. able yes. to eat. <laughs> You're fat, so you have enough money for food. <laughs> I thought, see, I, I was thinking, when we were thinking about podcasts, like we got a... Body whatever. I bought a uh, tripod, I've got a camera, and I don't really want to film podcasts. I was trying to, I was going to film other things. Not sex, <laughs> I'm not going to put a mirror on this thing. <laughs> I was going to no. say, like, what? No, I'm going to do a uh, cooking show. Oh, did you ever, did you end up doing that vegan cooking? Not yet. We're doing it with my friend Garrett. I'm going to have him. Gary? Garrett. It's Gary. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. He's uh, got a Southern accent and he's an amazing cook and he's really into horror movies. So uh, I think we're going to do like a horror themed uh, cooking show and I'll link it on here, of course. Um, He's an interesting character. Like he moved up here to marry this girl that he lives with. He lives with her and his sister. And they had me over and they cook like amazing vegan stuff. And I'm like, all right, you guys are great cooks, so I can have a cooking show with you. Where, you know, the whole idea would be like, I'm a horrible cook. Let's brain- brainstorm a little bit. The, the, the Justin um, Engelbart um, media empire. My media empire. where Yeah, it's uh, upward integration. <laughs> Is that Am vertical? I gonna, I'm going to be part part of like, you know, part the starting. Yeah, the you starting are. Starting with you. Uh, this is too like behind the curtain right now. Uh-oh. Because, okay. yeah, I mean, people just seem so thankful to be involved with anything. I mean, I am. Yeah, everybody is. Everybody's like, oh, great, you're recording something. That's cool. And then you just put it online, and, and who cares if anybody listens I've to never... it. I've never... I, I, was, I, I was a very, very creative person at, like, when I was young, and especially, like, middle school and high school, like, we always did... Um, you know what, like Odyssey, the mind. No, I don't destination, know that. Destination, imagination is. Um, it was. Is that some sort of stoner thing? No, there was. It was this program. Odyssey of the for, mind. It it was Odyssey of the mind, and then it changed to Destination Imagination. Um, Problem solving competition. Yes, but you also had to come up with like there was a theme, and you had to write a performance for that. So like. I don't remember what the theme was, but I wrote this entire play and we, my friends and I, we like went into my backyard Mm -hmm. and got sticks and made paper mache like Punch and Judy puppets. Oh, cool. It was a Punch and Judy show. Uh Uh-huh. That would be a cool thing to... Punch and Judy like based show and I... Like multimedia. Wrote... Or did you only do the puppets? No, it was everything. Like we had to, we had to create this performance this play Mm -hmm. and then there were all these other tests we had to go through like logic tests like improv tests like really it was just all about imagination i mean destination imagination it was exactly what it i have killed a lot of brain cells since then so i don't remember exactly what i did 15 years ago but it was a lot of fun i remember and we almost went to world Ooh, we went to national. That's huge. You we could went have to competed against like Nigeria and like Ecuador. No, probably and... more like Japan. Oh yeah, and they would have won. <laughs> going yeah. away. Yes. Because they none of the. But we were very sense. close. So we meaningful. went. We we no. We went to uh, yeah. We went. We went to national. 
we did really well one year. Why did why does everybody stop doing stuff like that in high school? Is it because it seems frivolous or something? Um, because like that's my whole intention now. Is I don't to, know. Like, start... I think we started smoking pot. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> you can be productive stoners like Kevin Smith now, even though he makes awful movies. Well, he always, some people would argue that he always has, but. Ever since he only started smoking weed when he was filming Zack and Mary with uh, Seth Rogen. Oh, I love that movie. I do too. It's a really sweet movie. It is. And I love like the, let's fuck on the potatoes or whatever yeah. that is. That's so good. It's like one of my favorite lines. Also, I mean, Elizabeth Banks. I love Elizabeth Banks and I love... Uh, Jay Muse, of course. Oh, right. Not playing <laughs> And I was going to say, what's once? his face? Um... Uh, oh, uh, who else is in there? Well, Seth Rogen. No, like the other dude. Oh, <laughs> How well... am I forgetting? The guy from Clerks? He no! Does. Zach! That's uh, uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I just said it. You just said it. I'm exactly. I am so high right now. That's why. All right. That explains it. <laughs> yeah. Not drinking beers. Um, um, yeah. That was his first uh, comedy that he did. He had like a string of like five or six before that that were all like number one at the box office. I think he had like, I'm going to look it up here quick. He had like uh, Knocked Up, of course, mm. was huge. He did... um. Pineapple Express, was that around the same time? I mean, he's kind of been downhill a little bit lately. Um, let's see. Not 21 Jump Street. That was more I never recent. saw that. Oh, it's great. And 22 Jump Street's even better. And I think you oh, might... I forgot that's already out. Aren't they going to do 23 Jump Street? They yeah, probably They're will. like in college or something? Or cool. is that 22 Jump Street? <laughs> I don't know. 22 is when you graduate from college. Oh, it's not about the age. I that know. was the I address. know, but that's... Because I don't care... And, I'm, and not, so. I'm not hit to any of this shit. You don't shit. need to be. Well, um, okay, let's see. So he was in 40-Year-Old Virgin. That was huge. Mm, yes. Even though I don't really love him. Eh, whatever. It's it's a good it movie. It was good. That was the beginning of, like, that style of movie. Yeah. The, the I, ap- the, it was like the Apatow. Sort of, yeah. The beginning of the Apatow age. Which, for some reason, you know, Under Claire got canceled, and Freaks and Geeks got canceled. It was like, maybe this works better in a movie format where we can put all of our creativity into this thing that will just exist in the world and we right. don't need to try to sustain it for a while, even though everybody's yeah. goal is to make it into TV. Because then you have a steady job. It's like Apatow and Whedon are like the same people, but just in like different genres. They both had the same thing. Apatow is comedy. Whedon is like sci-fi. He's still comedy, kind of but... Whatever. But also, yeah, comedy... He kind of phones he, it in lately. He bridges a bunch of stuff, but they're... But what I'm saying, like, um, creatively and, like, what they c- can creatively sustain in Hollywood, that's kind of what they're like. Or, like, they David, can't sustain David TV shows, but, they, yeah, they can do movies. There's probably a lot of examples of that. Like, a showrunner who is just more suited to make standalone projects that he has cr- creative control over and not all this network influence. Although there's been yeah. some great TV shows lately. Well, I mean, Netflix, I think, gives people a lot of creative... Uh, Leeway. I just, uh, in like three days, I watched all of the second season of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, I love that show. It's so good. It was so good. <laughs> Which, but it was so, I feel like the networks are just so dumb because like Tina Fey was coming off of 30 Rock and she had this great idea for a TV show and all the networks passed on it. And that's why she went to Netflix. It's like, fuck you. It's like, of course it's going to be a hit. It would have probably even been bigger if it was on. It's just like, oh my God. It's just. This is not a dig against that show, but it's almost like that show. Okay, I don't think it's a dig. Spoiler that alert! That show does not. No, that show doesn't have a plot. No, it. It's just joke after joke after joke. It's got 
three central characters, four central characters. Uh-huh. Well, Dong, I guess, counts just, as... Eh, kind he's of. not super central. Maybe in the, f- like, last half of the first season. Mm-hmm. But you got Kimmy, you got Titus, you got uh-huh. Lillian, you got Jacqueline. It's Jacqueline And the... then it's just like, it's just, you visit them and it's just joke after joke after joke after joke. It's like, not even a story, it's just jokes. And, and they... that's why I like it so much because I just, I laugh so hard. That's what it... That's like what Thirty Rock was. Thirty Basically, Rock was yeah. like, Thirty Rock was. It might be a little better. Thirty Rock was more composed. I think it was having but, Alec Baldwin all the time. Like, oh god, he was so good. He's so good. He knocks everything out of the park. And like Jane Krakowski is always good. She's yes, she's amazing. I love seeing Carol Kane back, and they featured her more in the second season after all the Taxi with uh, Andy Kaufman. I, and I, G, I just rewatched The Princess Bride. Oh yeah, and she's Billy she's Crystal's Billy Crystal's wife. wife. And what is he, Miracle yeah. Max? Miracle Max and God, I don't. What the fuck was her name? Okay, that I'm gonna look up. I can look it up quick because I'm okay, already. Okay, here on the computer. <laughs> you gotta have a. You gotta bring like a. Well, you have a phone. I have a phone. Yeah. But I think that's a new that's a new age of podcast. Like every podcast, they have like a fact checker guy, right? You got like your engineer, I, I guess, guess kind of does it. But yeah, I can do I can do it all. Um, doing it all. Well, Sean's so good in that too. What's her name? Well, Robin Wright. Oh yeah, Robin Wright. Man, just as the so, Princess Bride it was herself. So good. I mean, I've always loved that movie. That's been one of my favorite movies forever. I think it's unanimous. But I have not rewatched it in at least five years and so it was nice to see it again it's another thing fred savage is involved with that was just so good yeah and now he's kind of i don't know why i had the never ending story next to rewatch oh that's a good one the second one's great too all the never ending stories uh, marathon the whole thing i've never seen the second one and i don't care to oh you should i think jack black's in it as like a uh uh a gang leader (laughs) and he's kind of the villain but is bastion still the same uh actor um, I think so. If it's, he's not, then no way. Well, I mean, it's, it's, of course it's terrible. Or am I thinking of the third one? No, I'm thinking of the second one. This is right. This is the second one. Um, okay. No, your, your review so far, you're backpedaling. I'm not going to see any of those. Oh, wait, I'm looking it up right now. Uh, 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 let's see. Nope, it's the third one that Jack Black's in. The second one, Bastion is Jonathan Brandis. Yeah, that's right. Same character. No, it's not. Oh, it's not him? What no. do I know Jonathan Brand- Brandis from? He's a beautiful uh, like blonde hair kid. Stargate or some shit. Sequest. Sequest. <laughs> and well, his number one credit to his name on a on IMDb is Never Ending Story Two. <laughs> okay. Yep. No, I'm gonna be passing. It's on like that. how Christopher also, Lambert. Also, Jonathan is... Brandis isn't he? Didn't he kill himself? Oh. So R.I.P. He died in in 2013 at the age of 27. 27 club, baby. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Are we supposed to fist bump over that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll fist bump over that. They'll put anybody, if you die at 27, you just oh, automatically yeah, in the 27 Club. Jimi Hendrix, James Joplin. It's just, the Jim 27 Morrison. Club has went straight down. Maybe it's just like uh, my uh, recollection of, my nostalgia for like people from earlier eras being better than more recent people. But like Amy Winehouse, come on. You're not as good she as... She was only 27? She was 27, yeah. But God. she's not Janis Joplin. She's not Jimi Hendrix. Like I, I just find it hard to put her... She's okay. not Kurt Cobain, Brian Jones... Like, let's see. Okay. Janis Joplin... Janis Joplin might be overrated. Is not... 
in the same club as Jimi Hendrix. No, that's true, too. But that Jimi Hendrix was first. He died in 19... Oh, they both died in 1970, but she died in October, he died in September. Brian Jones, the original uh, songwriter and singer from uh, Rolling Stones, also was part of the 27 Club. He's been dead since 1969, and that band mm-hmm. has persevered for 50 years. I mean, so it's, I guess... it's basically... I don't know, he wrote, all their, only, he wrote only, their only songs that I actually... Like, like back when they were blues or kind of like a garage band, but... You want to talk about bands. Are you familiar... I mean, okay. Are you familiar with uh, Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac? Of course. Pre-Fleetwood Mac? Oh, yeah. Ugh. The blues stuff. You it don't... gets me so pissed off. I have a soft spot for Lindsay Buckingham. younger than me, and I know that I'm young, mm-hmm. but when people are just like... How young are you? Fleetwood. I'm 30. We talk about all the... I talked about it with Mike yesterday. Oh, I don't I, care. Yeah, I'm 30. I'm going to pretend that every episode was just the day before. Okay, cool. So next time we talk, it'll be like, oh, remember yesterday on the podcast when we had... But no, it just... And I do... I do. I love Lindsay Buckingham. Like, I love... I love Lindsay. I love Stevie Nicks. There's a couple of great stuff. songs. I love, great songs. you know, all that stuff. Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. Before the ladies came in... Mm-hmm. Sorry, ladies. I love you. Yeah, I love it up. all that stuff. But holy crap. Let's play on. Yeah. Or... Wait, let's talk about Peter Green again. So it's Let's Play On. No, it's, uh, <laughs> sorry. Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. The ultimate album is Then Play On. I'm sorry, audience. I'll leave the then part in about on. you sounding stupid so that you yeah, can no, I, redeem I, yourself. I did sound really stupid because I was going on and on about how great this album is. And then I forgot what it was called. No, it's but that was all play blues. on. It's a great fucking album, start to finish. It's blues, blues influence. It was all blues. That was back when like yeah. everybody was I would playing say blues. Fleetwood Max then play on is. Whew, I'm gonna catch there. a lot of heat from this. It's better than several Led Zeppelin albums, and I love Led Zeppelin. So yeah, that's saying a lot. Everyone loves Led Zeppelin, but I can, I just like the falsetto and everything. I like Robert Plant. Um, the whole band oh, is yeah. incredible, but I love a good falsetto. I like to be able to sing along with things. And that's just blues, too. But uh, I just feel like the blues that we have now is just oh. such shit. Like, where, how, how can the Black blues. Keys be so popular? It's just the most generic good. bullshit no. I've well, ever heard. Good. I mean, everything is co-opting everything else, so... It is, it's just know, they're not great at... Led Zeppelin was accused of... Like Robert, yeah, Robert yeah. Johnson and... Taking all that shit. But it's like... You know, but that goes back to whatever Greek philosopher said, like, there's nothing new under the sun. It's like, everything, what we're doing right now is no different than what anybody else has been doing Yeah, but everybody's so different. Everything is co-opting everything else. You're just doing it in your own way. That's from the Bible. There's nothing new under the sun. It's Ecclesiastes 1.9. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. It's okay. There's some good stuff. Like I'm not. I'm not a religious person. I'm definitely not Catholic. But there's some good stuff in the Bible. Some of that writing is just interesting. Well, wouldn't like the that, prose that, was a, that that would also probably actually that would be Greek. Right. Oh, because they New feel Testament, they stole. It would have been demonic Greek, which I studied in college. Right. 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 Yeah, like exactly the, the concept of a soul they stole from uh, Socrates. Like that sure. started in yeah in like the dialogues or something. So it, it's still Greek philosophy. It all is. in the Bible. Right, exactly. Because nobody realized it's like, oh, none of that's original. 
and there's and they don't attribute it to any spe- specific author. Like maybe you give the gospels to like these five random people, but that's not who wrote it. Yeah. Especially not after thousands of years of like. Right. And when I was um, my senior year of college, I started studying Coptic, and I got really into like the Gnostic gospels. I got into those too. I love. Them. I met. Uh, I met Elaine Pagels. I don't know who that is. That sounds... She's like, she was like the the best like scholar of the Gnostic Gospels. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to see her speak, and uh, she I, had went, I had I had my book signed, uh-huh. and she was like, "Hello, how are you?" I'm like, I'm good. I can't and talk to fast like, people. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't, I don't know, like. I didn't even tell her that I was studying Coptic, like uh-huh. what these fucking gospels were written in. Just like, huh, huh, hi. That's all you thank can do. You. Bye. That's that's how I feel about it. even if I run into like the backup outfielder for like the Brewers or something. I'm like, ah, I can't talk to that guy. He never plays and he's on a horrible team, but I just can't talk to him because I recognize him from TV. Like, well, now you're you're talking about sports, and I don't really care. No, no, no. Any any celebrity though, I run into anybody that I recognize from anything, I... and I can't talk to them. I think I told you when I went to see a live Nerdist podcast, mm-hmm. I hugged Chris Hardwick. Yeah. And like, Blew your mind. I didn't fucking, I didn't. You didn't I, wash your hands for I didn't know years. what to say. I don't. The sad thing is I don't remember what shirt I was wearing. I should have framed that shirt. Maybe somebody that, that you were with remembers. <laughs> well, my boyfriend was with me. He'd be like, oh yeah, that, that shirt. That's cool. I don't know. Oh God. <laughs> I don't remember. There, no, but it's always one of those things when you meet them, like, when anyone throws you, like, a serious insult, like, ten feet away after you've walked away, you're just like, ah. <laughs> Figured out the perfect, ah. Oh, well. The, the best mo- thing to say to you. The exact ah. moment after, yeah. Like, what, 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 yeah. Would you, what would you have said if you had been able to think about what you were going to say before you Julian went Julian Pagels, I, I should have just said, like. Hi, I'm a really big fan of your work. I'm studying Coptic because I'm interested in... But she probably hears that all the time, right? Is there that many people that are into it? It sounds... Well, I was like (laughs) 20 years old. You're impressionable still. You're at that age still where you can be directed. That's, again, why I was just like... Uh Right, where people can be larger than life to you. That can be like, oh, my highlight of my decade. To Chris Hardwick, I don't know. Oh, and he signed... He signed my book of his, The Nerdist Way. Very yeah. good book. Um, I don't. I guess I don't know what I would have said. <laughs> what would you say? Uh, yeah, aside, what could you say? Aside from what I did say, which was, you were really great. Uh, Jonah Ray and Matt Meyer were there and was like, you guys are awesome. I love you so much. Your book is great. Do you mind signing it? <laughs> you, were, you were great I on that. Uh, I, I think I wanted to be cool. Just be like, yeah, we're all just people. Yeah. You want to pretend that yeah, you don't put like, them on a pedestal. I was like, I had my cigar. Were you really smoking like, a cigar? Eh, no. Oh, like Groucho no, Marx, like, yeah, exactly. here we are. Hey, we're all people. <laughs> we're all people, see? Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Edward thanks. G. Robinson. Bye. Bye, that's it. Meet the next person. Yeah. I met Leonard Nimoy, and that was insane. Oh. But they were like rushing people in and out of this room. Like the guy before me tried to, I don't even, I don't know, Star, I know Star Trek pretty well, but. Somebody tried to put, oh like, Oh, my this... God, if Jeremy were here... Oof. He'd be able to, do some, yeah. Do some serious Star Trek trivia. I'm pretty into Star Trek, but, like, uh, some guy tried to, like, rap... TNG this... or, like, all of them? All of them. But I like the original series the best. And then TNG. Mm. 
and then probably Deep Space Nine, and then Voyager, Voyager. and then Enterprise, and that's it. Right? Is there one I'm leaving out? That's it. I don't know. Um, Voyager just felt like it was a lot of like after school specials where like the aliens would be bringing like some drug that kids are trying or something. It was just always like <laughs> like kids on the ship. No, they would always like they would go to the random planets and stuff, and their their ship oh. had uh, it was untraceable or something. Like you couldn't see that it was there. It had like a cloaking device kind of thing. They would just like park it, and nobody would realize like their ship was there. That was never like a part of the episode of like some guy finding like running into their ship on accident. He's like running in, like, oh, there's a ship right there. He crashes into it. It was just always like they had to intervene in some sort of situation on some Earth-related planet where they pretended to be aliens, even though they're obviously not. Because none of those people seem like aliens. It's just like people in bad makeup. Well, well, yeah, because that's what they are. It is, but I feel like in earlier series, they were able to convey that a little bit better. I think series. It's it's one of those. That's a plural. I think it's one of those nouns that it's always a plural. Series. Series? Like yeah, octopi? Yeah, like moose. Or moose. Yeah. Goose. Goose is geese. Geese. Okay. We well, you know <laughs> Anyway, so... Um, Voyager had a lot of great guest stars. It would be like... Was uh, Voyager, which was the one with the female captain? That was that Voyager. Was Voyager? Yeah. Okay. That's with uh, Janeway. Who's, Janeway, yeah. Who's right on uh, Orange is the New Black. Yes! Oh! Well, that's... That's a series I can, I can get on board with. I love Taylor Schilling. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, she's great. They're all great. Oh, my God. They are. I wish she was more heavily featured in it, and I don't need any Jason Biggs. Get him out of there. And same with... Uh, he, no, well, he's pretty much been phased out. He, ha- he has, but what about What's-Her-Face from That 70s Show? She's terrible, too. Donna? Yeah, I don't really like her in that show, either. I don't, I don't like how... I don't... She's a good actress. I don't like how they've developed her character. I don't either, because it hasn't developed. Or at least... True. Yeah, her development has just been bad. She's a static character. character. Yeah. You have impact character and a static character. Alex. Alex, that's right. I just hated... They had... I don't know what what actually happened, so I'm not going to speculate on this. But uh, when Tasty left the show, the fat black woman, Tasty, there was like two episodes where she's gone. And they... The second that she left, they replaced her with another fat black person. Fat black woman. And then she comes back, and it's like, you, she's still, the person you replace her with is still here. So why is she back? You can't replace Tasty. She's you so good. You're right, and they both just say, like, uh, you know, Aunt Jemima kind of stuff, like, just, like, totally, where you can tell it's a white person writing to try to sound black. Like, the material, it's I'm not, gonna, I'm gonna let you keep saying this <laughs> stuff, I'm not gonna say anything about it. You know what, I'll stand, <laughs> I'll stand by any of this, because okay. that show, okay. it treads such a thin line, like, on racism and that kind of thing. Are like, there any black writers on that show? Probably not. I probably need to, not. You know what? Right, I need right. to. I'll I'll put this up later. I'll like research this more. And, <laughs> but the same with the Latinos on that show. It's the same way. Where oh, it's like yeah. what white people would think Latinos act like, especially in prison. True. Like maybe these are based on like real prison experiences that she had. I don't care because it's interesting in a way. Like oh, cricket. Uh, what is it? Cricket something. What's cricket? her name? The actress? The, no, the real person. Oh, uh, Piper. No, but the real person. I thought it was like Cricket. I think her name is Cricket something. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's see. Orange is the New Black actual writer? Actual person, like who's who it's based on. I thought it was all actually written by actual... No, I mean, Jen D. Cohan is the producer. 
Right, right, right. From the once good, then shitty weeds. Yeah, but it was shitty and then good and then shitty and then good, kind of. I gave up after like three seasons. You know, I really love uh, Kevin <clears throat> Nealon for no reason. He's never done he anything. Was, he, he was the best part of that show after a yeah. while. He was. Uh, he was kind of like a Norm Macdonald kind of guy, but he's less like a... Douchey? Abrasive or douchey or something. Um, Piper Kerman. She, Piper yeah. Kerman. Okay, sorry. So does Piper. So I was right. I'm going to rub it in your face. Cricket. I guess I was thinking Why would you think Crick is a better name for a woman than Piper? But Piper just looks They're, like the... Piper Kerman. The bougiest how, how, name. I'm sorry that I wouldn't think of Cricket. Kerman, it's I guess, like, sounds like Cricket. Kermit... Piper, Kerman, Kermit, Cricket. Kermit Cricket. Whatever. That's a great name. Kermit Cricket. That's going to be our mascot for the show. Stop talking already no. with our frog. No. Everybody. <laughs> nope. I'm going to veto, veto that. I'll give you veto power. Okay. So here's the deal. We have, we have two votes. I vote no. We have more <laughs> than... Well, if we have other people on here, you know what? I'm making you vice president. Okay. Of the show. Okay. So Chris, uh, he, he's associate director. Cool. And everybody else is just a guest. Cool. All right. Which means you have veto power. I'm going to veto Kermit Cricket. <laughs> Kermit Cricket. Yes, our mascot. All right. He doesn't sound great anyway. But basically, I was just imagining Kermit the Frog, but maybe like stupider. Like Kermit the Frog, he says dumb stuff all the time. I must know artistic people, and you must know artistic people. Like somebody's got to be able to... Design, design us a, a character, funny, Kermit Cricket. A funny, like, no, I already vetoed that. I'm uh, not okay. doing it. All right, we're not but doing it. But just like a funny logo. Oh, you know what I mean, what do you mean? You don't like my logo? No, I do like it, but we could do better. We could, but they they made me have one to get it onto iTunes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a placeholder. It's a good placeholder. Right, it's fine. Um, we could figure out something better. I had to make the background the same color as the background was in the original picture that I cut myself out of because otherwise I had to edit out like all the space in between my hair. Like, <laughs> okay. So I would have preferred a different background color, but it would have taken me forever to go in and Fair like enough. magnify it to a thousand whatever and go through and fix all that. So anyway, so I, uh, I had a couple talking points here. Let's get through these. Mm-hmm. And then we could probably call it a day. Let's see. We're okay. at 30. This is good. Because how long? I think optimal podcast length is like 22, 23 minutes. If people want to keep up with you every week. I don't I don't know how many. It can always expand. Well, you know what? I, I yeah, suppose, exactly. Yeah. Like a uh, uh, director's cut. <laughs> and I'm the director. But sure. when I was in the car 10 hours a day driving, I had a lot of time for podcasts. So I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan because he does four-hour podcasts. But ever since coming home... To a place where I don't need to be in the car that long, I don't listen to the four-hour podcast anymore. Like I'm like, it's too long for me. I don't want a four-hour podcast. I do, I do like a solid hour-long podcast. Great. Well, we'll see what we can do. It doesn't have to be. No, it can be any length. Yeah. That's what she said. Great. <laughs> yep. She's, uh, a, she's a generous lady. She just she just likes him for him. Just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not about sex. It never is. It's, it's not about physical attraction. Um, oh, uh, okay. So here's what I had. This is kind of like bad stand-up material. Mm. Um, I, cool. I was it. just people watching the other day, right? 
Mm-hmm. I'm at the Collectivo, right? I'm at the... It's an Altair. It's a coffee place. Who cares? I call it Altair even though it's now called Collectivo because Mars bought the right to Altair. It doesn't matter. You can look up that story if it matters to you. I miss Altair. I do too, and I don't know why Mars hasn't done anything with that brand yet. Have they not? No, they haven't. They There's not like Mars Corporation Altera is open in California, because I was in California, unless they're doing it now. I think they're just using it like to... Just to, just to store it away? Maybe to embezzle money? Put it, put it in money. their back pocket? Right, to whatever. fuck everybody yeah. in the ass. All the time. Like, hey, you like this brand? Now you have to call it something else. And I won't. I'm still calling them a collective. But anyway. Okay. So there's this guy, uh, eh, this isn't really that funny, but man, I, I make too much eye contact with everybody, because I work retail, you know. So all day long, I'm making, and I get out of work, and I'm like, just act like you're at work, so then you can deal with anything, because you just talk to people, and you're friendly, and you make eye contact with everybody. And But my problem with that is, I want to take pictures of people in public, like, I want to get be like, oh, man, this would be funny to put up on Instagram, like, this guy, at this, he, got a, he got a sandwich, and he looked really sad. And the sandwich came, and he's like eating his chips, he's looking really sad, so I wanted to take a picture of him, but I had just been looking at him. And, like, he had noticed that I was there, so I couldn't pretend that I wasn't taking a picture. Like, I need a phone that... I need to just hold my phone over my head all the time to pretend that that's how I normally hold it so that people don't realize that I'm taking a picture of them. And I want to put Sad Guy's Sandwich Arrives and put a caption on the bottom of it. But anyway, then after him, there's somebody even... There's a woman that was carrying this baby like a football, like, under her arm. And then she turns around, and the baby's got a black eye. And I'm like, I want a picture of this. Baby's got a black guy? Black eye. Oh. Not black guy, which is... <laughs> uh, which is, happened to me in public one time. I said Sorry, black. that was a stupid joke, people. No, that, that <laughs> actually, black eye and black guy sound a, a lot alike. It's an uncomfortable situation waiting to happen. Like, there's a guy with a black eye and there's a, there's a black guy. And you're like, look at the guy with the black eye. Or look at the black guy. And the Rose black guy thinks you mean him. It's like white chicks material. <laughs> white chicks too. But we're not Wayne's brothers. <laughs> they live in Sherman Oaks, by the way. Okay. Sherman Oaks, California, yeah. Oh, is that... I, well, it's a really shitty, like, uh, uh, it's a part of the... What do you call it? Are they it? the kings the valley. of Sherman Oaks? Basically, like the San Andreas Valley, that's where they uh, reside. They bring, like, They're all just the... just waiting for, for the um, the vault to open. Yeah, all the lesser... To absorb. <laughs> the lesser members of the Wayne's family. Like, because there's well, more. That, it's not just Keenan Ivory, they're, they're, Damon, it's a way it's Marlon. Correct. Right. Yeah. So kind of like. Yeah. So yeah, kind of like Donnie Wahlberg. What's what Donnie done though? Like Marky made a name for. He's good. He's a good Mark actor. Mark Wahlberg. I don't know. They got the Wahlbergers or something. Oh, they're know. still doing that show. Well, see, that's all. It's a goal know. is to get like a. You want to get into syndication. You want to get a sitcom, and you want to yes. get into syndication. That's it. Because sure. then you get a residual paycheck forever. It never ends. I've heard the best job in entertainment you could ever get is to be the director of a syndicated TV show. Oh, yeah. but they Especially the pilot. If you are the director of a pilot of a successful syndicated TV show, you, can, you could have done one day's worth of work or whatever, uh-huh. and you can get paid for the rest of your life. And you don't even have to be good. You can just be like, you stand yeah, over it's there. Just like, eh. Let's do it again. Yep. Uh, maybe don't hold the sandwich this time. Maybe you're eating a salad now. Like Friends, this is a poorly directed show. There's a lot of gaps in the back. 
Uh, one of my favorite parts of Friends, like I don't, I didn't like Friends, but I was living in California and I had no uh, internet or cable, and we had all of Friends on DVD. So I had to watch all of Friends, and the best part about that show is when they mess up with extras. Like they, there's this, there's like a, uh, a particular scene where it's supposed to be Rachel, Jennifer uh, Aniston's character, standing in the background, mm-hmm. but they don't, like, they didn't have her anymore. Because apparently she was, like, done for the day or something. So they had this, this random blonde woman standing in the background wearing the same shirt as her. And... It's weird. Yeah, so you, like, re-watching it. Like, you're like, okay, one second, that's Rachel. And then they cut back to it. And it's like, oh, it's not her anymore. That's just some woman that's wearing what she was wearing. And there's this Pseudo part where you can, Rachel? <laughs> that's Pseudo Rachel? You're never going to be Jennifer Aniston. Even though that, you know, that woman's just trying to break in. Maybe she's big now. Maybe I should try to Skype her Probably out of the show. Probably not. No. No, probably just a random extra in Hollywood. Yeah. It's probably millions of them, right? It feels very know. overwhelming. You, you were there. You would know. I, yeah, there's so many people out there. There's too many people. Like, there's never like a street where it's not busy. Any time of day, there's like people just flying down the street, like driving like maniacs. Thousands I, of people everywhere. It's just, it seems just gross. It's like this, it's like the city equivalent of like a clown car. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> just like this. Like, Wait, n- no more can possibly. No, no, there's more, more, more. We were more. living in an apartment building where it was like all studios, right? And all the other apartments were like families of seven or eight. It's like, how are you living in a studio apartment right now? Like bunk beds, wall to wall, right oh. now. And that's all. Talking points aren't racist. Okay, cool. Okay, we can include the part where I have talking points that aren't racist. I have a friend that she was scared of doing, she was like, I don't want to, I'm going to come off as racist, so I don't want to do your show. And I think she's the funniest person. She doesn't think she's funny. Okay, well, you need to stop again. <laughs> like, my friend Mike's got a great low voice, and uh, uh, if you listen to the one before this, or after this, depending on how I want to release them. No, because I asked you to give it to me, and you didn't, so. I did, no. it's on iTunes. I said, go on iTunes. Yeah, but that was when I got here to record <laughs> this, so. <laughs> I don't remember you asking me to give it to you. Um, yeah, okay, excuse that's me. Fine. Whatever. I'll that's fine. To it later. Anyway, I'm glad we got one down. This is yeah, good. me too. We got one in the can, as they say. Yeah, uh, it's earning interest. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any? Uh, you're on Twitter or anything? Social media? You want to, you want to um, say anything? Active on uh, online. I mean, I personally am on Facebook. Uh, I I don't know if I'm up. Would you add random fans? Fans. I can't even call them fans. Random people who've listened sure. to this? Well, I didn't... I mean, like, am I even on the iTunes page? Like, my name? I could put... I'll put it on this episode. Oh. Well, I'm Alyssa Johnson-Wells. <laughs> uh, That's it. That's all you need to say. Alyssa Johnson-Wells. Uh, on Twitter. Am, at Alyssa Johnson-Wells? Nope. Nope. On Twitter at Egg McMurkin. I love it. That's hilarious. Egg McMurkin. <laughs> well, you know me. I'll be on iTunes as Stop Talking Already with Justin. And that's it. I've got... Uh, I might do another little outro here to make this seem more natural. But that's it. <laughs> Why can't you see behind the, the, the curtain? The velvet curtain. Whatever it is. The Wizard of Oz. There's no velvet curtain. She's telling the truth, but you can't see anything because you're listening to this. <laughs> anyway, we had a lot of fun, and we'll see you guys uh, next Tuesday, I think is when I'm going to be releasing these. So, uh, what do we call our fans? I'll get rid of this. 
<laughs> we have to leave it in because it's only us. We don't have fans yet. No, we don't. We can't call them anything. My, mo- my mom's thank, probably listening to it. Thank you, listeners. We appreciate you. You're not just fans to us. You're listeners, so thanks. You will become people to us. One day. And we'll figure it out, okay? You need to be here to balance me out because I get a little ridiculous. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Bye. All right, that concludes uh, episode three. Thanks again for checking out what I'm doing. There will be a lot more up, so if you get into it, just keep listening. Anyway, signing out. It's me. We'll have another one up uh, probably tomorrow or otherwise very soon.